0: Should we talk some music?
1: Let's do a music podcast. We have got a bit of music to talk about this week. Punk Rock Week is back. Yes,
0: in, in a big way. It's quite loud. Shall we? Shall we start with the? Shall we start
1: with the EPs? Yeah, let's do that. Let's start with the Fidler EP, which is a Fiddler EP.
0: Yes. Uh, might might be slightly focused on excess shall we say.
1: I mean, the content is all about being on drugs, which is exactly what you'd expect. Uh, this is less... I suppose you've got to question yourself... My question is, why is this an EP? Um, and I'm thinking back to those Little Sims EPs that were full of ideas that perhaps you didn't fit, think were Did. going to fit into the next grand opus. Uh, and yeah. I don't really feel like Fidel of roll like that. This probably fits. feels more like, here are a bunch of things that we just wanted to get out... Because we need to record something because it's been, you know, a good few years since Almost Free. It's not as experimental or genre what? jumping as Almost Free, which was that the really charming thing about Almost Free, was that it went from Beastie Boys to, to kind of, you know, L.A. power disco to, you know, hardcore to uh, pop punk.
0: So where I settled on this one was this EP is my fifth favourite to my tenth favourite track on the last album. <laughs> like, that's where yeah. it sort of sits, you know? But it lacked the first five songs that I really liked. Yeah. Like, I like all of these songs, and the EP was fine, but it, it, there's no banger. There's no one where... Like, there was a couple of songs on that album. What,
1: on Drugs is probably as close to one as there is. Yeah, yeah. On
0: Drugs, yeah. But, like, I haven't been going around humming that to myself, like, subconsciously at all. Um, I, I, I someone... Uh, we had some... Um, people here over the break and we're talking music um now i've completely blanked on what my number one album from here last year was oh dear uh it was uh bobby lee's weekend it was the two bobbies the bobby lee's, bobby lees you, and bob, you say bob, bob Dylan. would you say the bob, bob Dylan. would you say the bob bobby lee's are uh punk or post-punk <sighs> Like, oh, I'm just so bad with genres. But he, he was sort of like, oh, the Bobby Lee's a, a I punk.
1: No, not, not post-punk. Post-punk is a bit more like that kind of 80s new wavy kind of stuff, uh, like talking heads almost. Um, punk, garage punk, yeah, which is that kind of more bluesy, um, mm. yeah, a bit more like kind of Black Keys, White Stripes kind of <laughs> stuff. Garage punk kind of gets lumped into that space.
0: But, yeah. Yeah, okay. Anyway, that's where I came say, Okay, so what did you think of the other EP, the, the Only Fools and Corpses? It
1: wasn't as funny as the name. I was really hoping that it would <laughs> you, no, you call no. your band Only Fools and Corpses and you call your album Piss Ant. Um, I was hoping it'd be more fun. This is a much more kind of harder-edged metallic punk than the Pop-Tarts of Fidler. I mean, these guys identify as a noise rock band. They're not a punk band. Um, and there are some early 90s grunge metal influences at some points, you know, kind of, a bit tooly, a bit bushy. Um, it's a bit screamy. Generally, it's it's just uh, as well it's an EP, because this this great enough.
0: Yeah, had a, had a, had a, had a shelf life. The, the thing I sort of settled on was the the style of Fidler with the, a little bit self-deprecating, uh, you know, a little bit of, you know, even if it's drug-addled humour, yeah. it's like, you know, looking in the mirror and sort of laughing at what you see probably in a bad way but you know there's just something a bit more um, uh, so- something to-, to balance out the hardness and this is just all hardness to yeah. me that this hand album
1: yeah this was this was almost on a, on a metal kind of area it wasn't really what I was looking for uh, and it wasn't anywhere near as fun as I was hoping it was so uh, yes it takes more than a good name to, to carry a band these days unfortunately but if you like being shouted at by Angry Welshmen, um, Only Fools and Hawk Corpses might be the band for you. It's not the band for me.
0: All right, out of our two actual albums, where would you like to start?
1: Tell me about this Black Honey album.
0: So the first time I listened to it, I'm like, oh, I must have got these guys from like a, you know, like almost like a letter Kenny algorithm because they really sounded like... Uh, some of the Canadian indie uh, indie rock bands that you know get tossed up by me listening to that that Letterkenny playlist, but these guys are from Brighton. Mm. Like, I got real metric metric vibes from them. You, I don't know Actually, yeah, that, we okay, did,
1: yeah.
0: We, we did we did an album of theirs, which was not as good as their early stuff, but you know that that Canadian indie indie rock band. I really like this. I, I just thought the i like that sort of um i don't know if it's a soaring vocal but you know you know you have these little uh soaring bits and then the the riffs sort of crash in and then it you know backs off and it sort of comes and goes in waves of of light and shade a little bit more maybe maybe a, a little too poppy like there was a lot of sort of pop elements in this um yeah, but I really like this. I put this on my long list for the year, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, my first take on it from the first track, Charlie Bronson, was that it kind of felt like garbage with bigger guitars and more of an indie
0: pop Yeah, that's probably not a bad... Yeah.
1: My my problem was that it, it it didn't really continue on that theme, and in fact, it regressed more into pop as it went along. Um, Charlie yeah. Bronson was my favourite track, but it it kind of misrepresents what's to follow as being more edgy or interesting than it turns out to be. I felt like it didn't really elevate beyond commercial pop radio, like the louder end of, of like a hits FM radio station. This is the loud stuff that showed that we're not on Taylor Swift. Um, it, it didn't really, it didn't, it needed a bit more of a spark or an edge It sort of, it needed a bit, a bit less festival of peaches and a bit more teachers of peaches or something. Um, but it just didn't quite, um, it didn't distinguish itself beyond kind of extreme competency. Um, so there was a track th- I'm a man and th- I was kind of disappointed that it wasn't a cover of the old blues number like the Bobby Lee did on Skin Food.
0: Um this this feels one of those knife edge albums where it feels like the producer might have had a a sort of key say, right? Like you could have you could have amped the riffs up on this a little bit more and pulled back on the poppiness in it and it could have been that album. Like I think the potential of all the bits in the album there was the potential for what you wanted and probably what I wanted a bit more of too to be in there but it just felt like they were um, yeah, pushing pushing the pop filters up a little bit too much I guess Yeah, you know, p- pushing those sliders up and pulling the guitars back a little bit too much
1: I suppose uh, their ceiling might be one of the really good 90s um, garbage albums I uh, don't think that's who they see themselves as.
0: No.
1: And again, garbage were the the kind of you know they were getting played on your on your B 105s and your today AFMs and, your and your, yeah, the sort of they were the kind of the louder end of that sort of thing. But you know, it was yeah. a lot. It was a lot more kind of subversive and and um, uh, you know intellectual what, what garbage were doing, which this doesn't quite feel like it's quite as clever.
0: So, what grade did you give grade two?
1: Oh, depends what you're scaling it out of. This was a, <laughs> this was a fun little punk rock album that had dashes of pop and hardcore and it's a bit Bronxy, and a bit like the Bronx. That was entirely competent and um, I enjoyed it and I probably might think about it very much for the rest of the year. Yeah,
0: I, I sort of thought this is, you know, I used to get a lot of those hardcore nights come through the rev where, you know, I had like a this is not
1: super hardcore. They're not they're not screaming at you, which is no, good because that's the problem I have.
0: It's it, it's not it's not super hardcore, but because I never put any of the um, tickets together right, like those gigs just came to me fully formed, and I basically just set the venue up for them, and, and away they went. But you would get this sort of stuff as the second or third band, you know, that wasn't wasn't really a, a classic hardcore band but played in the fringes of that sort of stuff. Uh, yeah, I was just like, oh, you know, I've heard this this sort of stuff before. And I guess the quality of this album reminded me of that as well. You know, it was very competent. The, the thing with all the, the, those hardcore nights is I don't reckon I ever heard a bad band. Like, you know, a band that I thought weren't yeah. very good at, at what they were trying to do. They were always,
1: it, it wasn't like going to the indie temple where you could your mileage could vary extremely.
0: No, or well, like, or like the alley, right? You know, mm. I'd put nights on at the alley and and have first bands that I would pull out of whatever I thought the best demo tapes I'd got in the last month, and that varied wildly. Occasionally, you get something really good, but a lot of times you get something. Good. Those guys are just not ready to play live. Um, yeah. Co- co- Good competency was where I sort of settled on this. It, it's not enough of my style for me to, to, to yeah. love.
1: Well, yeah, I, th- I think as you say, it, in this jo- in this genre, you have to, and particularly, I mean, you have to be fairly high high floor in order to get in the door and to play these sorts of clubs. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I I I, I don't think, didn't think I had anything particularly profound to say, but you know, what what bad done? Um, yeah. And the answer is quite a lot of them, but they tend to be the old ones.
0: So, I have something reasonably interesting. If I can just find where I put the bloody album, that would be nice. Um, so, how about you go first while I try and find where I put it?
1: Well, speaking of old punk rock blokes who have got a bit to say, Friends of Rome have dropped a new album.
0: I did see that.
1: I think I will. I will pick that. It was almost going to be a... Joker album, but I thought no, nah, we'll give it, we'll give it the uh, the respect and the credibility of being a proper album of the week. Frenzel albums for the past sort of ten to fifteen years have been a little bit of a diminishing returns thing. There's occasional moments of absolute genius, and then some ideas that they you know probably look better on paper, or you know the the bit that they were trying to do lyrically was better than the riff that they came up with, or vice versa.
0: Well. I'm going to go with a band that is at least new enough that we can't call them a legacy band because their first album came out in 2017, and it's called Sarah and the Safe Word is the name of the band. The album is called The Book of Broken Glass, and they're a rock band from Atlanta, Georgia. I was
1: going to say they they sound a lot like a, a fucking manic pixie fucking dream sad indie girl
0: yeah, I did. I've I've had a I had a quick flick through some of the because I thought that too, right? I'm like, uh, you know, like the name of the band could either mean that or could you know be someone that's you know I'm an anti woke band and so I'm going to go with a a real woke. But no, they they sounded pretty good. The, the couple of songs I listened to so um, en- enough that I didn't immediately go, well, I'm not I'm not picking that, which I try and do now. I try and at least get some sort of feel for it. Um, But I was sort of flicking through, I'm going to have to do a lot more research because there's not really an album I'm super looking forward to until June on the list, really.
1: I've got a couple Um, in uh, the next month or so that I'm looking forward to.
0: Yeah. There's a couple of legacy sort of ones where I'm like, I like that band, but they're getting to, you know, the album number where, you know, it's it's diminishing. They're diminishing returns again, yeah. You should be expecting diminishing returns. Yeah.
1: Well, next week that bass drop at Death Album but finally drops, so you can finally roll that one out as an album pick.
0: <laughs> That's right. Oh, fuck Something it. Something to
1: look forward to.
0: Man, it better it better be like white hot heat, just absolutely screaming through my eardrums yeah, or I'm gonna be very probably, disappointed.
1: Yeah, deeply mediocre. Um, what are we going to do for a Joker this week? Uh
0: I got one. Did you want to go Mud Honey?
1: Actually, I was thinking about Mud Honey just because they were one of those sort of Seattle era bands that I never really had any particular yeah in. Like on the
0: on the next on the next level down, weren't they? Yeah, yeah,
1: but they were kind of a bit earlier too. They were kind of late 80s, so they were always put forward as the as kind of the the anteci- and the ante- t- ante- antecedents the the precursors of the sound that became that that Seattle sound. But um, they don't kind yeah. of get the same uh, the same credit. And I've heard a few well, tracks off that album, well, and and I thought, yeah, this could be all right. Um, but so should we do the mud honey?
0: Sure, let's let's give that a go. Right then, uh, you know,
1: it's going to be a short week v- anyway. Vanessa
0: had a Vanessa had a um, Pearl Jam play, you know, uh, Spotify algorithm on while I was away the other day, and I came back and only you know, really does that when you're not around. Versus. Yeah, that's right. A couple of songs or verses, and oh, I quite enjoyed those songs. And then some of the newer Pearl Jam came Ooh. on, and I'm like, "Oh, this is grim. This is, this like is not enjoyable at adult-oriented all." Adult-oriented
1: rock, middle of the road. It's like the, the album cover for Yield. I think it's just a road with a you know a yield sign, and I, that's that kind of you know, standing in the middle of that road is where they've been since the album before Yield, and that was fucking. What mid two thousands, yeah. But I don't think Mud Honey have done anything for quite a while, so um, this is probably a bit comebacky. So
0: yeah, well that sometimes works, right? Because sometimes right. they, you know, it's them just not trotting out, you know, another another reason to tour. Yeah,
1: they're not um, they're not trying to feed a machine. They're not trying to keep a, 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 a an operation uh, rolling, which normally involves making fairly conservative commercial decisions in order to make sure you maximise your economic return on investment
2: a la Metallica
1: keep your Metallica takes for another day
2: well the, the album's out on the 14th so I may as well just listen to the whole thing and um, because here's the hashtag content bit it's not terrible I'm not going to say it's a work of art but the, the new Metallica like they pretty much released they put out a, the latest single but it has four tracks off the new album on that single it goes for 26 minutes Fucking hell. And it's not ter- and it's not terrible. <laughs> Metallica EP, like it's not. Yeah, it is literally an EP. That's like four tracks in twenty six minutes.
1: What was the last Metallica EP? Fucking um, Garage Days revisited.
2: Garage Days, probably. <laughs> yeah. There's been a few sort of weird ones in between all that sort of stuff, but yeah. But no, look, it's not. It's it's not. It's not to the heights of their old stuff. But I mean, we are talking, you know, stuff that they've toured on for forty years, yeah. kind of good. So it's not. Anyway, I'll save, I'll, I'll save it for the album, but at, so far, I, it's, not, it's not in Red Hot Chili Peppers territory by any stretch of imagination. Music, 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 music.
1: Instead of going, it's really cool to be hanging out with you dudes, let's write some fucking songs and let's go, you know, yeah. let's go out and tour because we haven't done that in years.
0: All right, Doc, lovely to talk to you again, even if it is an, a mid-afternoon. Edition, mid-afternoon. very strange for us to record
1: <laughs> Drinking a ginger beer, and a non-alcoholic ginger beer, so there's a little bit
0: you, you've you've had a nap I'm about to go and have a nap yep. so that's that's where we're at in, the, yes. in this cycle of the pod
1: this is we are basically in the um, pension and nap era of of the balls podcast stripping <laughs> balls <laughs> the the fucking the public holiday pension and nap while the while the surfing is on lay on um on hold kind of uh a period of the
0: podcast so uh, oh, we yeah. look forward
1: to our next era
0: cool alright mate Good to chat yeah you. Catch your light up. See ya. Step for so glad that we didn't record yesterday, though.
1: Whew. Did you have a big one? Good.
0: Uh, just, you know, because I get up so early and then go to bed so early, just, you know. Having to stay up to the Latin- kind
1: of time that old, the people who normally, you know, like to stay up drinking and talking, yeah, I could see that be a problem.
0: Yeah. Just, and two nights in a row, right? Just, just mm. back, like I, I don't know. We went to bed at eleven thirty on the, the second night, but and then my body clock just goes, you know, four thirty. You've had enough sleep. Up you get. That's rough. So, yeah, my body just doesn't like a lot of alcohol anymore either.
1: No, <laughs> no. Thing. Well, I've got the and I've got a, got a cold too, but you know, I've kind of, I'm just not that. Yeah. <laughs> Like I said, pensioner naps in front of the fucking cycling replays and and the the surfing is kind of where I'm at now, so... Uh, Never mind. All right, cool. Next next stop, death. All right, (laughs) I'll talk to you next week.
0: See you, mate.